Hello, Pilates lovers. I'm Darian Gold, and welcome to All Things Pilates. Well, guess what I have in my little hands? I have a brand new copy of the Romana Krizanowska biography by Kathy Strack. It's called Love All Around. And today's podcast is a recent conversation I had with Kathy before this wonderful book was printed. For some of my new listeners who may not have heard of Romana Krizanowska yet, it was 1942 when Romana, as a 19-year-old ballet dancer, met Joseph Pilates in New York City. Their student-mentor bond grew to be a strong one. In fact, after he and eventually his wife, Clara Pilates, both passed away, Romana took the helm for their Pilates studio in December of 1969. Those of us in the classical Pilates world who were either trained by Romana or someone who trained with Romana owe her a deep sense of gratitude for giving us the ability to have a viable profession. Most people only knew Romana as their Pilates mentor, but in Kathy's biography, little-known facts about Romana reveal a more interesting life beyond her certification program, Romana's Pilates. And now calling in from Cincinnati, Ohio, is Kathy Strack. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Darian. Hello. Thank you again for coming on to All Things Pilates. My pleasure. Kathy, why did you write a book about Romana? The short answer is, Basically, I wanted to know more about her, about who she was as a person, and there was very little information. We found out along the way that Romana was very humble about her work. She always reflected to say that the work that she was doing was Joe's work. She was very humble about that. But with my background in psychology, I wanted to just know more about her. When you went to meet Romana's family members... Can you tell us a little bit uh, about who they were, what they were like? Sure. Well, my um, co-author and I had gathered enough information about Ramana and her family that we felt like we needed to share that with some of her living family members. So we approached her son and her daughter and arranged to meet with them and shared the information that we had and told them our idea that we wanted to write a book about Ramana and about the family. And they were naturally skeptical because they didn't know us, but within those first meetings with each of them, they very quickly said, okay, what do you need? How can we help? They were wonderful and still are, still very supportive and very helpful with the project. And what are their names? Well, Ramana's daughter is Shari. Shari lives mostly in New York City, but also in Florida. So we met with her in New York. And then Ramana's son is Paul. And Paul lives in outside of Dallas in Texas. So we flew down there to meet with him. We've also met with some cousins, and I've talked through email with some distant relatives as well. Did her two children follow in Romana's footsteps. Well, that's what's been interesting as her story unfolds. Her daughter, Shari Santos, 
has clearly taken on the mantle from Ramana and continues to teach Pilates as she was taught it. Um, Shari, interestingly enough, also knew Joe and Clara Pilates way back as a child, was introduced to the studio and to the exercises and the method. Shari, pretty much that's her exclusive work is in the Pilates community as a teacher of teachers and running the training program. It's interesting because she has taken the Pilates side of Ramana and that skill set and that passion in life. And then her son, Paul, was a ballet dancer and a choreographer. And so he has taken up the side of Ramana's personality that dealt with her passion for ballet and dancing. Does he have a studio somewhere? It's in, like I said, it's outside of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. I believe it's in Arlington. And he continues to dance, teach, and choreograph? I think his dancing days are over with now, but yeah, he teaches and choreographs. Yeah, he was trained by George Balanchine, actually. Just like Romana, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that, that her two children are just reflections of those two aspects of what she did in life. Did you meet any of her family members, perhaps those cousins, that shared any stories about Romana that you'd like to share yeah. with us? Yeah, she. it's interesting. She had quite a few cousins on her mother's side. One of her aunts had six children, and five of them were girls. So Romana kind of grew up around them. And it was funny because Romana, from a very early age, would take ballet lessons. So if she had to take ballet classes, her cousins had to take ballet classes. And then when Romana's mother wanted her to take piano lessons, her cousins had to take piano lessons. I have letters written from them, and they used to complain to each other. It's like, oh, great, what do we have to do now? Because Romana's got to do it. We've got to do it. I'm wondering about Romana's dance career. She met Mr. Pilates when she was 19, but she was dancing before then, correct? Yes. She started taking ballet and dance classes as a child in Detroit. She It's funny because she used to tell people that she never went to school and that she was raised in Florida, but she actually was raised in Detroit, uh, mostly by her grandmother and one of her aunts, the, the aunt that had all the children. And so she took ballet classes, and she took all that training early on and fell in love with it. And then she danced professionally, correct? Right. That's what's interesting is after she graduated from high school, she went to New York City, and her mother was living there. So she was with her mother in New York City and began to take classes and lessons through the School of American Ballet under George Balanchine. And from there, she had a choice to stay with a ballet company or to go with another company, which meant that she would travel. And so she ended up staying in New York City a little bit longer, but then eventually she did dance with a couple different companies. And she toured the country and some parts of Europe. She danced actually well into her mid-40s. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It was really interesting to unravel some of that, how much she really continued to dance. 
think we all just have, like you said in your introduction, we just have this impression of Ramana and Pilates. And she really, her first love was ballet, and then it also became teaching ballet. So when she was no longer able to dance, she taught it. After she met Mr. Pilates at 19, and she was dancing and performing, Mm -hmm. she also started teaching pretty quickly Pilates under him. Yeah, she just became a fixture in the studio whenever she wasn't working on ballet. She was at the studio learning. She just soaked it up. But then, you know, like many young women, she got married and moved away for a while. That's when she went to Peru for 14 or 15 years. But she kept in touch with the Pilates and continued to dance. She danced in Peru, but she also continued to use her Pilates. What brought her back at that stage to New York City? Well, things were starting to change in her personal life and also politically in Peru. There were just too many changes. And I think, honestly, something that no one considers is that her mother wanted her to come back to the United States. For Pilates or for dance? uh, No, for dance. She and her mother were very close, and her mother always had this, you know, she was a stage mother. She always wanted Ramana to make a name for herself as a ballet dancer. So I think they just thought it was time for, for her to come back to the United States. And unfortunately, her husband... He tried to make a go of it, but it just didn't work out for him to be here with her as well. And the children, Paul and Shari. The whole family came back. Yes, they did in different stages. And then he couldn't make a go of it, so he went back to Peru. Leaving her to care for her two children. children. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there a particular passage in your book that you'd like to share with us? Sure. Is I've chosen uh, the beginning of Chapter 7. It's titled, A Star is Born. Ramana Krasanowska was born on June 30th, 1923, at her grandmother's home, also known as the Pinehurst Hospital in Farmington, Michigan. Her birth occurred at 7.30 a.m., with her grandmother attending as midwife. Home births were common due in part to the prevailing belief that a woman would be more comfortable at home surrounded by her family. Hospitals were often difficult to get to and did not promise better care. Ramana was born into an era of prosperity and industrial growth. Automobiles, telephones, and radios were easily available for purchase. Factory workers earned enough money to buy the products that they made entertainment, going out to the movies or listening to jazz. Boxing and baseball vied for the most popular sport. The only major damper on the festivities was prohibition, which legally prevented the manufacturer's sale or transportation of alcohol. Raising Ramana would prove to be a family affair. Her parents, Shari and Roman, loved her dearly, though they were busy with their careers and social lives. Roman would cradle his daughter in his arms and tell her, I have no country, no jewels, but I give you my love. 
They maintain an apartment and studio space at 1450 East Jefferson Boulevard in Detroit while working. And they visited family in Farmington as often as possible. Soon, Grandmother Melvina and Aunt Mary Margaret were taking care of Ramana on a full-time basis. Melvina's home was meticulously cleaned and cared for. She baked bread or rolls daily, kept a garden for fresh produce, and raised chickens that she slaughtered for dinner. These dinners became legendary. She typically served homemade soup, fried chicken, rolls, two or three vegetable dishes, salad, dessert, and iced tea. With her attention to detail and her ability to manage and serve such meals and entertain guests, Malvina must have been an early role model for the very young Romana. Aunt Mary Margaret was just 16 years old when Romana was born. She enjoyed working around the home and family farm and taking care of Romana. Two years later, in 1925, Mary Margaret graduated from Farmington High School. She remained at home, helping her mother manage the farm and tending to Romana. The 10-room home allowed for plenty of indoor space to enjoy on rainy days. Modern amenities of electric lighting and indoor plumbing ensured the comfort of family and guests. Romana's outdoor playground included a large, beautiful lawn and a backyard filled with fruit trees to climb, chicken coops to explore, and farm animals to chase. As a toddler, Romana also enjoyed playing with her cousins, Ruth and Naomi, her Uncle Chester's daughters. Cousin Ruth said she was always jealous of Romana's beautiful curls. That's fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's been such a great adventure to tell these stories. And to imagine Romana as a young girl with sweet little curls in her head. <laughs> mm-hmm. And her cousins being jealous of it. It's been such a gift to have letters and memories from these family members. This is totally an aside from all this about the book, but I'm always telling people, if you have a few minutes, take an afternoon and just write down some memories for your family members in the future, good, bad, or in between. Write down some of what you remember from your childhood. And if you don't want anybody to read it, put it in an envelope, seal it, and put it away. But get those memories on paper. We've been so fortunate that some of her family did just that. That's a great idea, Kathy. Yeah. Do you have a publication date? Oh, I wish I did. It's going to be very soon. We're wrapping up the what I call the formatting and the post-production right now. We're going to self-publish, so it's just a matter of getting everything in the right places and the right chapters and putting the pictures in where we want them and then sending everything off to the printer. It's a matter of weeks at this point. Well, speaking of love all around, mm-hmm. we talked about one of my listeners winning not only a signed copy of Love All Around, but also two other listeners would win the two Pilates pamphlets that you produced. And Before we go forward, can you say a little bit about those pamphlets? Yes, the pamphlets were a product of all the research that we did incidentally. So most of our research focused on Ramana, 
but we had to tell some of Joe's story along the way. And I discovered the pamphlets at the New York Public Library. Actually, it was one pamphlet. And so I've updated it. I got permission to republish them. And so I've updated some of the information about the people that helped Joe make the pamphlets. So they're nice little side stories. And what do my listeners need to do to enter your contest? Okay. So I have a website. It's kathystrack.com. It's Kathy with a C. Strack is S-T-R-A-C-K and just .com. They need to go on to my website and go into the photo gallery and look for the picture of a restaurant. Email me from the website. They can link to my email. Email me the name of the restaurant that's pictured in the photo gallery. And the first person to do that will win the free copy of Love All Around, signed by myself and my co-author. The second and third persons to do that will win um, copies of the pamphlet, which there's two editions of the pamphlets now. And you sell that on your website as well as your upcoming book? They aren't one of the winners? Yes. Yeah, I sell the pamphlets on the website, and they can just order it right off the website. Pretty easy. And that will be the same for your book? Yes. You do have another one. The last time you were here, you were beginning as if you don't have enough things on your plate. (laughs) You're working on a book about the other original Pilates students, and we know them as the elders. How is that going? How do you have time for it? It's a passion, so I work any chance that I get to on writing, and I have the files all set to go for the second book. The format for the second book is going to be a little bit different. Each teacher will get their own chapter. So it will be a collection of biographies. So let's say Kathy Grant, one of the elders, she will have a chapter that will tell her story. Same with Mary Bowen, Jay Grimes, Carola Trier, many more names, Jerome Andrews, Robert Fitzgerald, Bob King. Eve Gentry? um, Eve Gentry, yes. They'll all have a chapter devoted to telling their story. And my co-author has done most of that research already. And then it'll just be a matter of me taking one person at a time, going through the files, and then doing follow-up interviews because she's done all the research that can be done on the computer or through the library. But I will then follow up with actually talking to people that either knew the elders or talking to the elders that are still alive, like Lolita San Miguel. She's going to be on my show, by the way, in two weeks. Oh, wonderful. Yes, she's lovely. Wonderful, yes. How many in total are there original students? Well, I've got, I would say I have about 20 possible names. Yeah, it's been pretty interesting because we only think of this last group We only think of the Kathy Grants and the Lolitas and the Mary Bowen and Ramana and Jay Grimes, but there's several generations before them. Joe's studio was up and running in 1926. 
Oh, I didn't know it was that early. Yeah. And then he also had his assistant, Hannah Sekmirda. And we will be telling Hannah's story as well. She's got quite the story. So you'll be reaching out to family members Mm -hmm. and getting their stories, similar to what you've done with Romana. Yes. Have you decided on a title? The working title is They All Go to Joe's. And that's based on a magazine article in Dance Magazine that featured Joe Pilates. And it's all the, the celebrities that they all go to Joe's. All the dancers went to Joe. All the people that knew what was what, what was up, what was the best thing for them, they all go to Joe. So that's, that's our working title. And Kathy, I know you do have a lot on your plate. You're finishing up Romana's book, starting this other book. Mm -hmm. But you also travel around and teach workshops Mm -hmm. about this information, correct? Yes. Right now I offer two workshops related to the history. One is, you know, all about Joseph Pilates. It's a collection of stories from people that knew him. I tell a little bit of his history. And then based on the the book about Ramana, I also offer workshops about Ramana and her history. And I share stories and pictures, and it just helps educate people about where all of this comes from, apart from, you know, the exercises, backstory, if you will. How has the response been thus far? Pretty good. I'm getting ready to go out to California. I'll be doing workshops at Susanna Catroni's Spring Fling in May. And I've had some interest from people in Dallas, uh, Florida, and Virginia. You and your co-author are the only ones doing this. Is that right? It seems that way. As far as I know, yeah, we're the only ones that are actively trying to get the history out there about the people, you know, the people behind the method. There's people out there, you know, the people that have written the biographies about Joe, but like one person is in Europe, so they're not as accessible here in the United States. One more time, your website is? KathyStrack.com. Kathy with a C, and you'll get an excerpt from the book, apart from what I read today information about where we're at with the book and information about my workshops and also about how to order the pamphlet and then a great photo gallery if someone wanted to actually talk to you do you have a a number 260-602-1778 that's 260-602-1778 but it's probably best through email okay my website okay yeah Thank you so much for your time today, and good luck. I can't wait to read this book. I know a lot of people are are waiting. Yes, me too. Thank you again, and perhaps you'll come back when you are finished with They All Go to Joe. Yes, I'd love to. Okay, Kathy, take care. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you. In order that you don't miss any of the great conversations, please subscribe, as it will also help others find all things Pilates. 
This show is produced and hosted by me, Darian Gold. It originates as a live radio show on KPCA in Petaluma, California. Podcast production is provided by Audio Ephemera. Our theme music is Summer Sidewalk by Audio Nautics. For more information about my classes, my calendar, Pilates resources, please visit dariangold.com. Until next time, root your feet to the earth.